It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. What happens when, I don't know, you exploit children whom you're allegedly supposed to be saving, Pat? What happens when that happens? Nothing good. Yes, we're going to be talking about that. We're also going to talk about the ongoing UAW strike because we have not covered it on this show. And I think as critical thinkers, it's important to understand what is going on, the implications for it, both from a worker standpoint, from a corporate standpoint, from a consumer standpoint. We've got a lot to talk about. In other words, I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni, and you're tuned in to Critical Thinking. Yes, indeed, you are tuned into Critical Thinking. Pat, uh, are, are you okay after yesterday's crushing defeat for your Ravens? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Okay, I'm just just making sure. Yeah, I'm fine. We're Me, good. on the other hand, I'm still uh, still riding the high of a 18-point comeback win in the last 10 minutes, no less, of a football game for my Green Bay Packers. You didn't ask me why I'm fine, though. Oh, is it? Are you fine because you had to watch the uh, Miami Dolphins score seventy points on the Denver Broncos instead of your Ravens game? I mean, that was hilarious. Don't get me wrong. I only watched part of that game, and it was just the the, the Broncos defense. I have not seen such poor defense played in my entire life let alone poor offense. I mean, that that team, you want to talk about hot garbage? Yeah, wow. They, they, make, they make hot garbage look appealing right now. Yeah. But that's not why I'm on a high. Why? Oh, My is it because you're Buckeyes? Yeah. Uh, that was an inch? incredible. Hey, I don't care. I do not care. They won. They beat that top 10 team away from home on a quarterback that's nowhere near the level of C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields, even though he actually still played a pretty good game. Uh, It was that was an incredible, incredible game on both sides, by the way. Yeah, it was from what I understand. I was not of um, available. I was at our church's Oktoberfest, which is the largest of the Oktoberfest in all of Chicago, by the way. It was absolutely fantastic. Volunteering, by the way. Church and Oktoberfest. I I didn't know those two things went together. Well, when you are a German-founded church, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. St. Alphonsus. Ring a bell? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Very, very German. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, so, So we had a large, large gathering on Saturday, uh, great weather for Oktoberfest all weekend long. Um, you know, it, it was just fun to volunteer and see, you know, the behind the scenes of how this thing goes down. You know what I mean? Like, it was just interesting to get there and uh, more importantly to get out in the community and 
and uh, see that come back, right? Because it was really difficult in the last couple of years for that to that event to not take place or to take place in a restricted way like it did in 2022. Um, you know, people were still kind of leery about big social gatherings, and that definitely was not the case this weekend. It was packed on Saturday night. Um, but... Mm. Um, so I didn't get to see that, nor did I get to see Colorado get their ass kicked by Oregon, which I saw coming oh, was- a mile away because it turns out that yeah. in order to play really good football, Pat, yeah. you actually have to have a really good offensive and defensive line. Uh, yeah. And, it, and, and honestly- thus is the problem with my Badgers right now, too, by the way. That defensive line is garbage. It was nice to see Colorado get humbled. Because they, they needed to be humbled. Yep, yep. They got humbled majorly, bigly, in the words of Donald Trump. But all of that notwithstanding from the world of sports, um, you know, I, the only disappointment I had is my Brewers unable to close the damn thing out because all they needed was one win between Saturday and Sunday, and they couldn't get it done either day. But I digress. They're, they've already eliminated your red, so... For the say, at least you're going to make the playoffs. There's still a question of whether or not my Reds are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, you're going to need to get hot and have the Cubs get cold. That's that's what's going to need to We're going to basically need to win every game this week. Yeah, to put the proper amount of pressure on. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and the Marlins winning the games this weekend didn't help you either, by the way. No, no. And, you know, of Sorry course you get the Diamondbacks and Giants that are kind of chasing us too. So it's... Yeah, no, it, this is, this is, uh, I'm not, I, I'm not, I, my hopes aren't high. Yeah. Going to be an interesting week in the world of, uh, wild card baseball. Yeah. Now, all of that notwithstanding, there's a lot more going on in the world than just what was going on in the world of sports this weekend. Um, so I, there are two stories that I have hesitated to cover on this program because they're complicated stories. And we don't necessarily know all of the details and all the truths. We, you know, we've heard reports and questions and more reporting and and more questions and more reporting and more questions. But I think now is a good time to hit the let's talk about it button. Um, Because one of the things, and this is, this is how I want to set this up. Um, Chicago is one is the second city for a number of reasons, right? Um, mainly because it was when they started the transcontinental railroad, right? When they started going from east to west, Chicago was the epicenter, right? The middle yeah. of it yeah. all. Uh, yeah, totally agree with it, that. Yeah. that transformed this city. It really did. Mm. Um. But ever since then, it has become kind of that centralized hub of almost every activity, right? Um, outside of drug trading or drug smuggling, which is more Atlanta, Texas, Miami, um, closer to ports of entry, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Then Chicago becomes a distribution center for the middle of the country. But it's not the main distribution center anyway. Um, it's also become a main distribution point, unfortunately, for sex trafficking. And Operation Underground Railroad has a large presence here in Chicago. It's a very, I I can't say too much other than to say that it has a large presence here. Um, It is a very important piece of the puzzle, okay? Because it is a place where people go and then unfortunately get distributed out and our church and um the knights of columbus um we received a presentation from operation underground railroad late last year or no late spring of this year excuse me and you know what's going on in that arena is awful it's terrible it's horrible if you've been paying attention to it so i'm sensitive to it because i've gotten that presentation i've seen 
some of the machinations and some of the things that go on behind the scenes in a pretty dark part of the world, if you will, right? And I know them to be doing good work. However, I don't think we can ignore knowing what we know of allegations any longer. Um, what's going on with Tim Ballard, who is the founder of OUR or our or Operation Underground Railroad. Okay. We we just can't ignore it any longer. And despite all I know about the organization, despite all I know about the real sex trafficking going on, not the stuff that you sometimes hear about in the news, but like the real sex trafficking where you get moms and dads in Mexico selling their children to pay off debt, right, to cartel members, literally selling them into sex slavery and human trafficking of all sorts of kinds. Just because an organization does good work doesn't mean everybody in that organization is good. And that's true of any organization. So that's where I want to start with this. But, Pat, I, I kind of want you to take the lead on this because I think you're a little closer to it in terms of you're, number one, a member of the same faith as Tim Ballard is, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, um, Number two, the LDS church has actually been involved in this story somehow, some way, some form. And Tim Ballard is a resident of Utah. So I think you are much closer than I would be to this story. But the basic gist of the story is this. We, we've got rumblings throughout the summer that something was happening with Tim Ballard, right? And that he just suddenly resigned. Now, you and I, being in the political circles that we run in, we both heard the same piece of, piece of information. That resignation was sudden because he was likely to announce a run for the Senate. Right? I think that was part of it. Uh, right. I don't know if that, that was that's all what, of it. That's, that's what we had heard mm -hmm. from the political world, right? right? Is that don't believe the what, what the hell is going on side of the story. Just know that this was a likely very political move. You can't be the head of Operation Underground Railroad and then also run for the Senate. Those two things don't right. mix. You can't, yeah. He would have to resign. And I also think that people expected Mitt Romney's announcement a lot sooner than it actually physically came. I, I would agree with that too. Okay. So, so those two things are tied together. But we also heard rumblings of something else. And I'm going to let you pick the story up from there. Okay. I, I first I, I want to disclose something really quick. One, I'm not a Tim Ballard fanboy. Okay. I'm not a fanboy really of anybody anymore, just frankly because no one's perfect. Okay. So I the only fanboy that I, I want to ever consider myself of is is Jesus Christ. That's it. Okay. Um I I, I want to make sure that, that everyone is aware of that and what I'm about to say in, in terms of what's going on with Tim Ballard, that I'm not a fanboy. Um and that, that this is in no way, shape, or form um, me also being an enemy of Tim Ballard either. This is me giving you what I know and what I've heard and just kind of what's going on, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, um, this all started for me, I think, really on Saturday, okay? And what, because what really caught my attention to this is our friend Eric Mutsos. And um I, I I love Eric. I think he's great. However, I don't know that he necessarily gets everything right. And he would be the first person to tell you that too. So um he, he put something up on X and I, I think this came from like a true social or something. I, I'm not really sure where it came from, but he says as many of you pointed out, I mentioned I was a police officer. However, I am not judge and jury. Central to this sentiment is the tenant that due process matters as a hallmark of our state and federal constitutions, and Tim Ballard is entitled to the same protections as anybody else. However, these protections are there to protect all citizens against the government. 
as a private citizen with a public life, I have been on record supporting OUR and Tim Ballard for years. In light of the public scandal he now fa- finds himself in, which he has publicly and emotionally brought the entire world into, and given that I have now been contracted or contacted by four credible female victims, all who reached out to me is my right as a private citizen to choose whom to believe, just as you have the right to not believe. I not only believe these four women, but confidently believe there are many, many more. And I believe it is duty to speak as he continues to take good people down with him. Soon, all will paint. Soon, all will painfully soon. I don't know what that means. Uh, there's no winners here. Uh, further, it's worse than most can uh, imagine, and it will sooner or later be coming out. My withdrawal support of him stems from that simple truth. If this goes to a court of law, Tim Ballard will be entitled to the same protections afforded him by the constitutional mandate. But in the public court of public opinion, everyone has a choice with the information we have obtained. I choose to speak in support of the victims. Time and history will soon tell whether I've chosen wisely. Okay, so Eric, this is coming in, in, in wake of, just so that everyone's aware, this is coming in wake of Tim Ballard having um, sexual misconduct and sexual abuse allegations being brought against him. Him um, or people in the organization? I want to be clear on this. Specifically him. Okay, because okay. I had not heard that portion. I have heard that there are allegations of uh, people associated with operations that were abusing minor girls. Okay, I have heard that allegation. I have not heard mm-hmm. the this one. Okay. Yes. So there there are allegations against him. They're, they're very serious allegations. I simply replied because here's here's my hot take on this. Okay. Um, because there's actually more stuff going on too. There's there is actually. Um, there's there's been question on whether he misled donors with Operation Underground Railroad and what they've been doing with taxes and things like that. I guess I, I, that I'm that I'm not as familiar with. Um, right. I think the other big allegation is that they have not been leading um, the raids or the takedown. They've kind of been more of a support role. Right. After starting as an organization that was on the ground doing the the real dirty hard work, um, they they basically used that as a platform to gain money while basically bilking people. They were in supportive roles. They might not have even been on the ground um, mm-hmm. during some of these operations after a while. I, right. It. All of it is ugly. Okay. Well, there's 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 a little bit more here too. So so supposedly the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints came out and condemned Tim Ballard. I don't know that that's true. I haven't been able to find anything from the church itself. The report came from Vice. Now, is is Vice exactly friendly to the LDS Church? It is not. Okay. No. Um. So it, it's. It, I don't know how credible that is. Now, there is um, President Russell M. Ballard of the church. He's the acting president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. There is no relation between the two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they supposedly... did come out and, and and give a statement to Vice, by the way. Mm-hmm. The church. They did. did. They did. But was it a, con- a condemnation of Tim Ballard? That That's the question I have here. Well, let's read it real quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the statement from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints on the alleged relationship between Tim Ballard and um, President, uh, what's his name, Um, uh, M. Russell Ballard, right? He's one of the the Council of the Twelve Apostles, right? Right. Okay, or the Quorum, excuse me, of the Twelve Apostles. Apostles. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So this is the statement given to Vice News from the church. <clears throat> Quote, President Ballard and Tim Ballard, no relation, established a friendship a number of years ago. That friendship was built on a shared interest in looking after God's children wherever they are and without regard to their circumstance. However, that relationship is in the past. For many months, <clears throat> for many months, President Ballard has had no contact with the founder of Operation Underground Railroad. <clears throat> the nature of that relationship was always in support of vulnerable children being abused, trafficked, and otherwise neglected. Once it became clear Tim Ballard had betrayed their friendship through the unauthorized use of President Ballard's name for Tim Ballard's personal advantage and activity regarded as morally unacceptable, President Ballard withdrew his association. President Ballard never authorized his name or the name of the church to be used for Tim's personal or financial interests. In addition, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints never endorsed, supported, or represented OUR, Tim Ballard, or any projects associated with them. Unquote. Uh, actually, there's still more. President Ballard loves children all over the world. It has been his mission and life's work to look after them, care for them, and point them to their Savior. Unquote. I would suggest that that is about as strong of a condemnation as you're going to find from a church. They literally called his actions morally unacceptable. True. They noted that uh, M. Russell Brand is no longer associated with him in any way, shape, or form. And more importantly, they also say they've never endorsed, supported, or represented OUR, Tim Ballard, or any of the projects. Right. And here's the thing. The church doesn't get involved in... in that kind of stuff like they, they 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 don't politically endorse anyone they don't do anything in politics they 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 encourage its members to participate in politics but they don't and they always have they by the way decide. because it's uh -huh. been important to the survival of your church right it right. is that that is being involved politically if you weren't you wouldn't exist right right but so so here's here's kind of where i come down with all this all this looks really 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 bad okay and I, and I unacceptable activity. And I mean, and Tim Ballard has come out and said, like, you know, he, he wasn't as close to M. Russell Ballard as, you know, Vice has made him out to be all this stuff. And this is all of this is coming out, by the way, in wake of him, quote, prayerfully considering a run for Senate. He has not said that he's running for Senate. He's considering it. Okay. Which, I mean, come on, let's be honest. That might as well mean you're, you're planning to run. Thousand percent. So, thousand yeah. percent. So, so all of this is coming out. And this includes the sexual allegation, sexual misconduct, and abuse allegations. All of that includes everything. Okay. My, my thing is this. And this is where I get, and, and I get where Eric is coming from. Okay. I get where a lot of people are coming from with this. Um, and, and, and I get that everyone has the right to choose what they believe. I don't know what I believe in the story yet because I, I've, I have done, put it to you this way. I, I have spent enough time with Andrew and, and doing this show and, and being in, in radio and podcasting and all that stuff that I don't, I, I really can't stand it when we don't have all the information. We don't know what the truth is. All of this could be either blown out of proportion so there's there is some truth to it or some of it's true and some of it's a lie mm -hmm. or all of it's a lie. okay could be anything at this uh, point it could be anything at this point i can't stand the court of public opinion on this because the, the court of public opinion whenever it seems to get its teeth on on a story like this that it will stop at nothing to ruin a person's reputation and ultimately their life. Mm -hmm. Well, and, look at what's going on with Russell Brand. Before we do that, right? Before we do that, and before we ostracize someone, can we just have the facts, please? Can we have the truth? Can we let the truth have its day? I'm not saying Tim Ballard's not guilty, by the way. All mm -hmm. I'm saying is I don't know what's true here. Right. It, it Part of the issue is that what we see with Vice News and other organizations is that they're not – and, and this is why you know I've talked about uh, convicting a murderer versus making a murderer, right? Mm -hmm. um, documentaries used to be about attempting to find the truth and presenting 
the totality of of the subject, right? Right, yeah. Used to be. Now, a great example of this was uh um the the um oh, it was called Frack Nation, I think, was the name of the the documentary. And what did they do? They presented the totality of the truth. Here's the claim in a different documentary, and here's the reality. Here's the other side of the story. Here's what they're saying. You make your decision, right? Mm-hmm. Making a murderer. Almost every documentary today now is just a complete slant job. One way or the other, by the way, it is all about attempting to showcase something politically, okay? Mm-hmm. Vice News has a political bent. Mm-hmm. And they do. If these things are to be true, and, and here's where I come down on this. I agree with you a thousand percent that it is important to find the truth. The allegations are ugly. There's no question about that. But for us to address the allegation, right, we have to have evidence. What evidence? The strongest evidence might be the financial side of things mm-hmm. in which... We, we've been told that OUR is doing God's work on the ground, the deep, dark, dangerous, actual pulling of children out of these scenarios, right? But they haven't been doing that for years, apparently. But they're selling that to people to raise money. Now, the other allegation is that he's also been using it to, um, to, to profit on a different side. Right, there's two different businesses. There's O U R, and then there's Saving Slaves or something like that. Where uh, I, I, don't I forget know the name of the organization, yeah. but but anyway, um, it doesn't really matter. What matters is I, I'm always suspicious of these types of things, um, because you never see them come out when it's just the dead of night, nobody's paying attention to Tim Ballard or the organization, right? Right. It's Tim Ballard now wants to elevate his stature, if you will, right? His, you know, going into the world of politics, right? And now suddenly all of this comes out. Now, again, all of it could be very true and he's a terrible human being. All of it could be untrue and it's all about, oh, bleep, a real conservative, at least he's presented that way, right? Right. With um, conservative thoughts and real policy behind him, right? Mm. And real bona fides in so much as here we are creating this organization. It could just be your classic political hit job. It could be. And, and but, this is why I was. Who are we? And here's my thing with Eric Mutzos. Mm. Who are we to decide right. that? Right. Who are we to put our finger on the scale without the complete? You know the victims, alleged victims. Let's be careful on this. You, we mm. know that story. And, and and I'll go back to this. This is an absolutely great example of this. Um, Quintus Cephas a wide receiver for the Wisconsin Badgers at the time, and another Mm -hmm. wide receiver. One of them, uh, Cephas was a, either a redshirt freshman or, no, he was was going between his redshirt freshman and sophomore season. He had broken out as an absolute star, potential wide receiver for the Wisconsin Badgers, okay? Mm -hmm. Him and another player um, were basically thrown under the bus by the program. And the university for alleged sexual assault. What took place? Quintus Cephas and another player went to a bar. Everybody was drunk. They got back to a uh, got back to Cephas's place and uh, engaged in sexual acts. And uh oh. The, the girl woke up in the morning and daddy would be ashamed and mm. made up an entire story, made up an entire 
entire story. Suspended for a season, lost an entire season, couldn't attend classes at Wisconsin, Title IX, and thank God they had a great attorney, by the way. They tried to get him expelled. He was expelled, folks, from school. Expelled from school. Never allowed to present a defense at that level at all until his attorneys got involved and sued the school. Turns out none of the allegation was actually true at all. None of it. It was just a simple case of your classic college hookup and, oh, no, I, I, I regretted whom I slept with the night before. Not, not so, that I regretted doing it, but it's, if you're catching my drift, mm -hmm. the most racist thing you could possibly experience, right? Mm -hmm. They attempted well, to ruin that man's life publicly, by the way. Mm -hmm. And sitting there for a year and a half with, well, the school did this to him and they must have, the, no, Title IX at schools is god awful. Turns out none of it was true. He was exonerated found not guilty in less than three hours, by the way, of jury deliberation in the case. Mm -hmm. The case went mm -hmm. to trial, found totally not guilty. They had no evidence. In fact, the only evidence that did exist was to corroborate his story of what took place that night and his teammate. Now, Quintus Cephas turns out to be an absolute dumbass in the NFL Suspended for the season, right, for betting on his team's games at the team facility, but that's neither here nor there. The point of this is that he still demonstrated stupid decision making, right? Yeah. He, still to this day, that was a dumb decision, right? You got to know your surroundings. You got to right. know what's going on here. You got to know you can't be underage in a bar drinking and. Having that situation, no, don't even engage in that. Go home. <laughs> Go home Nothing by yourself. That point anyway. Yeah. Go home by yourself. That is the obvious scenario. So, but, I mean, but, this is why but, I responded. My, hang on one second, mm. though, okay. because I want people to understand this. My point in telling this story, right, mm. is that everybody in their mother believed what was being reported on. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Nobody and their brother decided to dig into any of the allegations by themselves. Right? Nobody. Nobody. I didn't have the, the resources to do that, to pull security footage, to FOIA mm -hmm. this and FOIA that and, and do this and do that. It turns out that in the court of law, all of it came out. It turns out that in a lot of cases, if you figure out how to get yourself a good lawyer, one way or the other, by the way, um, turns out, when you actually have discovery, when you actually go through some stuff like this, the truth comes out in the wash. More times than not. Now, is the justice system perfect? Of course it's not. It's full of flawed, sinful human beings on the bench, in the jury box, 
in the prosecutor's side, on the defense side, the defendant, the the plaintiff, right? Everybody can be a sinner, every one of them, thus making the system not perfect. But nine times out of ten, the truth comes out in the wash. Everybody rushes to judgment without knowing a modicum of the facts, not even a small percentage of them. Now, could it be true that that regardless of what is able to be proved in a court of law versus what is what actually was going on behind the scenes, could it be true that you can't prove it in a court of law? And also true that Tim Ballard was not running the squeaky clean organization that he presented to the American public? Yes. 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 That is absolutely 100% true. And I guarantee you this. This is the only guarantee as a critical thinker. That's probably where the truth lies. Is that probably. there is something that will or won't be able to be proved. And, and you can't run an organization like Operation Underground Railroad, right? Mm-hmm. You can't run that. Present yourself as the savior of children and put yourself in positions like like is being alleged in some of these articles, like some people going to strip clubs outside of work. You, you can't hire those people. You can't allow that to take place. You are further exploiting the people that you're... And then the claim is, well, I was there doing work. No, you weren't. So this is this is why I responded to Eric in the way that I, I mean I I responded essentially saying I think it's important that we maintain the the presumption of innocence until otherwise proven guilty. Yes, because, even in the court of public opinion, because yes, even right. you, Eric Mutzos, is privileged to know certain facts, if you will, right? Certain right. allegations. Even if you're that privileged, you don't have the other side of the story. You don't have. You've got ten percent of the pie, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and this this is this is the part I think that really triggered me is that you know it wasn't Eric that responded or anything, but there were other people that responded like, well, that only applies to the court of law. I'm like, no, no, it no, it doesn't. No, nope. no, it does not. I no, don't it does care not. what what if 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 that's what you believe. I don't want to condemn someone, and I don't want to be the, the guy that condemns someone and got it wrong, because here's the thing: these people could be lying, and I got them to admit. Is it possible that they're lying? Yes, it is possible. It is absolutely 120% possible. Is it possible that Tim Ballard is guilty? Yes, it is possible. But I don't know that. I don't know that. That's all I'm saying. I want the truth on this story. Time. Time is the only thing that will give us this truth. That's the reality of this. And my question is, if he he weren't considering running for Senate, would any of this come out? No. Why? Why do we know that? Why do we know that, Pat? We know that. We know that because he's run this organization for years and none of this has become public throughout the entire time. Right. These allegations are allegedly really old. Like these things happened a long time ago. Well, and allegedly uh, his, his wife, I believe, went on the Rod Arquette show the other day to to defend him as well. He's also come out and said, like, I'm still part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and gave testimony of it, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, like, he's he's made a bunch of statements. Now, I know Eric got on Rumble last night. I haven't watched this yet. Eric got on Rumble last night and apparently disclosed some more information. But my, my thing is this. You have four victims that you allegedly talked to. Right. Who are they? I, so, I don't know who they are. And then right. it's, it's so to them I, to disclose that. But. Yeah, I, I really struggle with the anonymity versus stand behind it because there's also some truth to the, the re-victimization, right? Right. But, I understand but, that. But, gonna... but, 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 but what do we also know? And this is part and parcel of the problem is that there's no real punishment for people that come out and make false accusations like this. There's really that's, none. And and that that is that is And that's where I struggle with the anonymity argument, right? Is that you also mm-hmm. have a right 
in the court of law to face your accuser, right? Yes, you do. Okay. Mm -hmm. I firmly believe that in the court of public opinion, you should have the right to face your accuser as well, given the world we live in today. Mm -hmm. I agree. Put your, put your name behind what you're alleging because guess what? Right. You're going to try to ruin my reputation, right? My reputation um, what, how, for whatever that would be, right? I, my only way to fight this is to – you. your reputation is on the line as well. Yeah. I, I just struggle with – look, you might have the goods, right? You might. If you're Eric Mutsos, you might have the the pocket aces, right, of all the mm-hmm. allegations. It is not for you to sit in judgment. That's the problem. At the end of the day, if you are a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or the Catholic Church or Protestant Church or Judaism, it is not for you to sit in judgment. Actually, in Judaism, it would be. Judgment for us in the Christian world, comes from our maker, not from you, ever. Now, does that mean that you just go on hunky-dory with every... No, no. Does that mean you shun? I mean, in the FLDS, right, that's definitely a case. I don't know if that's part of the LDS. I, uh, no. It's, okay. Uh, at least not, not to my knowledge, anyway. There we go. Mm. Um, that doesn't mean that you also just forgive and forget. Look, we've talked about this for the longest time. Forgiveness comes with repentance. Forgiveness comes with um, change, right? Forgiveness mm-hmm. comes with recognition of one's own sin. First, if you recognize that sin and you change, forgiveness can come. In fact, um, we just had this the other week in our, in our church, the, the reminder that uh, Jewish law, right at the time of forgiveness, was uh, was it um, seven seven times, right? Forgiveness mm-hmm. seven times. You can forgive, and you must forgive seven times in a row, right? Jesus said seven times seventy seven. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Right. No, how many times must I forgive before I, his answer was, you always forgive. Always, yeah. That's the teaching. Who are you to sit in judgment? Now, we have a system of judgment here on earth. It's called a court of law that will adjudicate this, if true. Whom and, and this are may you? never make a court of law. Right. Who yeah, are you to sit in that call. judgment? Whom mm-hmm. are you? Now, we can sit in judgment of Epstein and the alleged list of people, right? We can sit in that judgment because he was unrepentant. There's your difference. Epstein was unrepentant and proven to be a sick bastard. And Tim Ballard, I mean, the statements that he's made, I mean... Again, I'm not saying he's not guilty, and I'm not saying he doesn't have skeleton skeletons in his closet. Everybody does. I'm not. That's not my argument. My argument is I don't know what the truth is. Yep. I want the truth to have its day. Exactly. Exactly. All right. With that, Pat, um, do you want to play a little bit of the beer? Not the beer for oh, first time in a we, while. We 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 gotta play. We gotta play. All right. And with that, uh, lay the headline on me. Alrighty then. Eight meals every family can afford under Bidenomics. Eight meals every family can afford under Bidenomics. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. Why are you thinking about that, Andrew Coppins? Folks, coffeebrandcoffee.com. It is Monday morning. If you need that Monday morning, pick me up. Going back to work. If you haven't gone to coffeebrandcoffee.com yet, you're making a big mistake. Because it's good stuff. They've got all sorts of different flavors and coffee there. Um, Andrew really likes the bourbon, the strawberries, and cream. What, what's your fall flavor? Have you picked a fall flavor yet? See, I'm not a big like pumpkin spice person. I just, nah. 
Oh, you're not a pumpkin spice all the time. I'm not a I'm not a pumpkin pie, pumpkin spice, anything person. Uh, Miss me with okay. that. Now, if you provided me with apple cider and apple crisp and that sort of stuff, which I'm pretty sure they have, by the way, or mm. at least some version of that. Um, th- I mean, they've also got like a blueberry cobbler over there, which I, th- that's what I would enjoy personally. I know you're not a big blueberry guy, but um, that's uh, that that's what I would enjoy. But if you're not a coffee drinker, they've got tea. They've got hot chocolate, which I've tried the hot chocolate. That's really good. And now that we're starting to get into fall season, everything like that, hot chocolate's going to start coming back, especially in a uh, cool, crisp morning. And you kind of just want to warm yourself up a bit. Um, that's what I like to do. So um, all you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Use the promo code CRITICALTHINKER at checkout. It's Critical Thinker now. And you'll get 5% off your purchase. That's coffeebrandcoffee.com. Promo code critical thinker at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase today. All right. Mm-hmm. Eight meals every family can't afford under Bidenomics. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer. Uh, thank you for the Monday morning softball. This is definitely going to be the Babylon B. And that is $100 to our central bank digital currency that we can't access because our ESG scores are not high enough. But here, here are the eight meals, in case you were wondering. Uh, a single bean. Remember, everyone has to share, <laughs> so slice it up. Uh, two, ramen with extra water. The water really brings out the flavor and helps it last longer. Three, a nice juicy steak from the dumpster behind Longhorn Steakhouse. Oh. Your neighbor's cat. If it's good what? enough for the Venezuelans, it's good enough for you. Fair enough. Lightly used sushi purchased on Facebook Marketplace. Oh. It's just as good as it, it as it was when it was made a week ago. At 7-Eleven, right? Yeah. Ugh. Your own words. Eating your own words doesn't just keep you out of trouble. It's highly nutritious. Yum. Costco samples. Keep a sufficient supply of fake mustaches, hats, and glasses so you can hit every vendor multiple times. And ate a hearty meal of braised quail, shrimp, fresh vegetables, and a glass of finely aged wine. Biden family members only. <laughs> well done, Babylon B. Well done. I was surprised that wasn't eat your own poop. Instead oh, of. Uh, yeah. That, 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 um, yeah that, um, that's where I would have gone with that. They, they missed the boat on that one. Yeah, they did. They, they yeah, really yeah, did. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, with that being said, um, speaking of not being able to afford things, the UAW is on strike. The United Auto Workers historic strike against all three of the Detroit automakers, right? Uh, Ford, GM, Stellantis, formerly known as Chrysler, Daimler, all that, right? Stellantis. Um, wow. Just, just wow. Um, so it's been ongoing for a week. There's allegedly some decent progress going on with, uh, Ford, but I thought about this from a critical thinking perspective because my knee jerk reaction is unions suck because I know their history, especially private unions, uh, public unions are worse than private unions these days, mainly because the private union sector is so few and far between it re- represents less than like 7% somewhere in the neighborhood of 6% at best of the labor force. So it's overall impact on labor is pretty low. But before we get into the discussion of this, Pat, I, I just want to lay out some of the major demands um, that are going on. Okay. I, I thought about this. Um, so, first of all, at the time about, uh, I believe it's about 13,000. Now it's closer to 16,000 as of today because we're going to see more striking, uh, more people on strike. But 16,000 workers have walked out of um, at least three, probably now more assembly plants uh, for the big three automakers. Um, but it did continue bargaining-wise on Thursday. 
Yeah, so it's another 5,600 workers joined the strike, meaning that about 13% of the union's 146,000 members are now on the picket lines. It's a big deal. Uh, Ford was spared its additional strikes because of the negotiations. So what is the UAW actually wanting? Well, the union is asking for 36% raises in general pay over a four-year span. A top-scale assembly plant worker right now gets about $32 an hour. In addition, the UAW has demanded an end to varying tiers of wages for factory jobs, meaning everybody's just going to earn the same. Mm -hmm. A 32-hour work week with 40 hours of pay. The restoration of traditional defined benefit pensions for new hires who now are receiving 401ks. And a return of a cost of living pay raise, among other things. So those are their, their main four. A massive increase in, in their salary, a return to pension for everybody. Everybody gets the same wage. And oh, by the way, um, cost of living adjustments. So your initial thoughts as, as you see this, Pat. Where the hell do you get off? Um, you you want you want a a, a thirty two hour work week with a forty hour work week pay, and then you want everyone to make the same amount of money. Um, I, I, first of all, um, okay, yeah, okay, I I can see giving someone the same amount of money if they're doing the same amount of work in the same efficient manner. Um, and, and if they're just as qualified, I could see that. But if you're slightly less qualified and doing slightly less work than the guy next to you, um, the guy next to you gets more money. That that doesn't seem right. And and then you want a 32-hour work week with 40 hours. Why would I pay you for not working? It, that, that's the whole point of a job is you go and you earn money. Mm -hmm. you earn it you're mm -hmm. not entitled to it you earn it now look can i can i understand maybe a um a, a cost of living increase and and some kind of like guaranteed annual increase every year provided you meet certain kpis certain criteria to meet that yeah i could see negotiating something like that i think that that's actually probably realistic now i will say this to the union's point on wages Okay, mm. on the overall wage package, they have a slight point because the average non-union worker is making about forty to forty-five dollars an hour at a uh -huh. Toyota or a Honda plant, right, or a BMW mm. plant. Right. Okay, right um, mm -hmm. down south, they're making more. Okay, okay. I can also s see some of their point because they made major concessions back in uh, was it twenty nineteen. And then also, or it was 2009, uh, one of the two, they made major concessions um, to help struggling automakers, okay? Right. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. They really did, okay? So they gave up quite a bit. Right. So I understand that. Time and place, okay? Why are, my, my first question is, why are they going this direction now? Why are they being right. this, audacious if you will to use a, a big word why are they why are they being audacious mm -hmm. they're seeing record profits right and soaring compensation for executives okay they are seeing it used to be about a 60 percent difference between the union wage and the executive wages okay not even the chief executive, just the executive level period, okay? Today, that is a 400% difference in real value. That's a problem, I would suggest. Mm -hmm. So could I suggest to them that going after what you think you deserve? Yeah. Sure. The problem that I have is that Do you want a long-term job or not? 
What do I mean by that, Pat? Question for the union leadership, those record profits. Um, are they going to be there forever? No. So you're going to strike, pun intended, while the iron is hot, right? Right. What happens when they don't have record profits and um, they're losing money hand over fist? Uh-oh. Are you, are you going to be a partner with them? Nope. You're going to say, no, um, we have a contract. You're going to abide by the terms and F you. And by the way, rightfully so, if you've got a terms of a deal, right? Mm-hmm. But my question would be this. Are the terms of this deal, or what you at are, is what you are asking of them not just good for you, but good for everybody involved? And that answer to me is no. 36% wage increase puts them into the $60 an hour range. Eventually. Mm-hmm. They're offering about a 20% wage increase, including 10% of that in the first year at GM. Ford is somewhere in the range of 21%. Uh, Chrysler or... Stellantis is somewhere in the 20% range as well in their mm-hmm. offer. Now, is that smart controlled offer? Yes, because it's over a four-year period. They're going to be able to stretch out that extra cost. Smart. The thing that I think a lot of people have trouble with is what? The four-day work week, basically, right? Pay me for yeah. 40 hours, but I only work 32. You can miss me with it as a union. You really can't because I know this about the history of unions in America. That leisure time, that extra time is never about the individual and their ability to prosper. It is always about your political aims and their ability to prosper. It has always been, okay, Now you owe us in the union eight hours of this, or you owe, if you are now a member of the union, you've got this duty, you've got to present this amount, you've got to show up for this and do this and do that. There's always a catch. That extra eight hours, what are they supposed to do with it? Is it just their time? No, it's not. Now, I also know this, that studies in the startup world, in tech, IT, communications, some of those businesses suggest that productivity has actually gone up in businesses that have tried this. But Pat, what I also know is this business in the same realm, businesses that have done what allowed for flexible PTO, meaning take as much time as you want. Mm -hmm. Generally see people take less PTO, then more. Like, I think the average is like 12 days when the average worker gets at least 14. Yeah. Right? So they're actually taking less PTO. And they're being more productive at work. But that's in a world in which absolute automation of some work and You know, if you're not an engineer, if you're not a coder, if you're not involved in that or customer service, um, and even then some of that is being more AI automated driven today than, than than in the past. And also a lot of it's going overseas with Upwork and and all that sort of stuff, right? Where you can hire somebody for $5 an hour versus 15 or $20 an hour here, right? We do. I do this all the time. Yeah. And, and why why does that happen? Because what is the biggest cost of overhead? Usually operations, right, in some of these companies. But all of that notwithstanding, those are usually salaried jobs, not hourly jobs. I'm going to pay you $45,000, and I'm going to expect you to work four eight-hour shifts, right, or four 10-hour shifts. Is, no, the union wants four, eight hours, 32 hours, 40 hours of pay. 
They're hourly employees. You get paid by the hours you work, thus produce for the goods and services of the company. It's not like my job where if I got my crap done, right, and produced at a very productive level, it shouldn't matter how many hours I have put in. I have provided value, intrinsic value to the operation of the company. That's all that should matter in my view. So if you can prove to me that these people will be as productive or more productive, right? But you can't. Why? Because you are eliminating eight hours of their productive time. On an assembly line. These are assembly line factory workers. These are not, and I repeat, not salaried office employees where, you know what, they're sitting behind a desk and they're coding away and they get that coding done in 32 hours. I mean, congratulations, right? Or, hey, we've hit the metric of where we want to be for the week. Like, hey, this is our goal for the week. The, like, we, we need we need to meet... Uh, 25% of our coding goal, right, for the quarter this week. And you've done it on Thursday? Okay, cool. Friday, off. See you later. What does my company, my old company do? After a massive campaign on the coding side, two weeks off, mandatory. Why? Because they've been working their ass off to, to finish that project on a deadline. Put in whatever time is needed. Then they get it back. Are you suggesting that your workers are going to do that? No, because what we also know about worker productivity on the assembly line, it is only increased as automation has increased and made it easier for them to do most of their jobs. This isn't the 1940s in which, oh, and by the way, this work week, this idea, where did it come from? the 1930s socialist UAW management. This was always a socialist idea. Why? Agitation for socialism. Know your history, folks. I, I just... Also, history defined benefit pensions? Are you bleeping me? If they blink on that, not only is the bet of all electric all the time really dumb from these automakers in the next 10 years, really dumb, that's dumb. Because when you realize that you cannot make money, like, what was it? Uh, was it Ford or GM? I think it was GM. Mm -hmm. Lost 300, mil or $300 billion dollars. 340 some odd billion dollars on electric vehicles this this year alone this last year alone will they always lose that money no no but they're taking an absolute hit in the area in which they are attempting to go right oh oh uh oh we want even more of that pie it's not about your wages i i I fervently believe they are actually underpaid on the industry standard. I actually believe that. Go after some some wages because you made you made wage concessions last time around, by the way. Got no problem with you bargaining that way. But miss me when you are talking about factory work getting paid for 40 hours while working 32. Well, but, but uh, studies, yes, studies in industries in which the KPIs and the metrics are not about your physical productivity, but your ability to put out an app, your ability to code, your ability to do this. They're vastly different. Vastly different skill sets, vastly different abilities, vastly different values. Oh, by the way, the, the should the people who code those automated uh, tools that you use also only get paid for 32 hours while working 40? Just, just a question for... Oh, it only turns out for you. This is two things. An absolute attempt at a power grab when they see quote-unquote profit happening, except for what they don't realize is that 
the company and the companies want to be able to take that profit to invest in a future that doesn't currently exist for them, which is profitability for the next generation of vehicles like EVs and in a furthering mix, less combustion engines, more EVs. That's the reality of where they're going. In fact, you know, some of them are all EV by 2030, right? Yeah. So number one, you don't understand. You, you, you would rather forego the company's ability to survive for your own good. And number two, this is always about your political power. Number two on this list is actually the profitability of the company. They don't care about it. They don't understand where the company is going. They don't want to help in that while also getting a benefit, okay? They don't want that. They're couching it as protection of the worker, quote-unquote. Really, it's about protecting their political power and the future of their socialist belief systems. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. <clears throat> Remember who you are. No means no. And let's let the truth have its day. Exactly. As always, make sure you are being kind. Make sure you be smart. Make sure you be safe. Eat all of your meals. And as always, Matthew 547.